0: down like a running, back. a running back. with my
1: niggas don't know how to act. No. Yeah, we out here in these streets getting loose. Wait a minute, cause my niggas got the juice. My niggas got the juice. My niggas got the juice. My niggas got, the my niggas
0: got that old law. No, wait a minute, cause my niggas got the juice. My niggas got the juice. My niggas got the juice. My niggas
1: got that old law. Niggas got the juice. Another episode. Yay! Okay.
0: Welcome, welcome. Welcome back,
1: you guys. Ladies, how y'all feeling?
0: <laughs> oh, it's giving. It's giving.
1: <laughs> I'm tired. I know you was you had a an eventful work week. Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. That was only three days. <laughs> it felt like mm-hmm. a week. Yeah
0: emotionally
1: imagine.
2: tired.
1: Physically, mentally, all of that. I knew when she was, uh, he was up there talking uh, <laughs> airplane uh airplane. Right. She was <laughs> like, we do not understand airport talking. LGA."
2: And I'm like, I'm not going to write all this out, guys. I'm going to need y'all to know the acronyms. You just would have
0: said, hey, I'm tired.
2: <laughs> Mm-mm. I need I've been to traveling a explain lot. exactly why I was tired, <laughs> what was going on. So we
1: understand that uh, airport, Jordan. <laughs> right. It's like, ma'am, we do not speak airplane, <laughs> okay?
0: <laughs> I, I mean, knew some of the acronyms or whatever y'all call them. Yeah, it's, it it wasn't that complicated. It was like complicated. Six.
2: Yeah, but it wasn't that complicated. Like once you like actually like look at context. No, it was complicated. Right, Sorry.
1: Well, I'm glad that we <laughs> could uh, finally get together. I know. I know. Uh, this weather. Yes, it was it's, ice storms yes. and it's been preventing us from... every time. And then we all aligned. We aligned right. as fuck today. Did you hear
0: me? Red and <laughs> black. <laughs> So, the color of today <laughs> is that red is and creepy. black.
1: <laughs> so that is speak- creepy. Yes. Yeah, speaking of which, uh, we do want to give you the crystal of the day. And today's crystal will be amethyst.
2: Oh, I forgot to wear my amethyst
1: one. Definitely one of my I faves. My I don't have amethyst. I have selenite on today. I don't mm-hmm. know. I just felt like.
2: See, I oh, I don't. <laughs> she got her selenite. <laughs> I don't have selenite. Rose what quartz. You
1: have my rose. Rose quartz. <laughs> yeah. My selenite is at home. Yeah. But uh, amethyst is—it's um, a good crystal, a good starter crystal. Um, if you're a beginner, um, your spiritual journey, uh, amethyst does open the third eye. So it does give you that awakening. And it does help you along your spiritual journey. Um, it- Be ready. <laughs> right. Be prepared. Yeah. And this is definitely a powerful crystal. So It brings calmness, too. Definitely. It's good to kind of keep in, like, your
0: living room. Mm-hmm. On an office desk, anywhere where you need
1: peace. Yeah. Right. And then if you want to uh, tap into divinity, it definitely helps you. Um, Meditation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also with your spirit guides, it does mm-hmm. help you um, be able to communicate with them. So yeah.
2: That I is They're they tired of <laughs> Right.
1: So I don't need to <laughs> communicate with them. Yeah.
0: My spirit so. guys just went off on me. So I'm glad I'm not wearing amethyst. It probably would have been worse.
1: Yeah, um, I have amethyst at my job, so on my desk, and people I always walk by like, "Oh, well, what's that? Like don't something touch it. to keep you away from mm-hmm. me." Yeah, He's I'd be like, "Don't, don't, t- don't touch it." Right, don't touch my. Oh, that would burn already. me hot. Don't, don't touch my crystals. Energy. Yeah, and the little uh cleaning ladies, I be noticing like my crystals will move every day. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to write them a note. Don't yeah. touch my crystals, please.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't need your energy on it. Right. Period.
0: Put some sage next to it to scare them. Yeah. So,
1: our discussion today is definitely one that I feel needs to be had um very very common uh, within the, the black community
2: yeah it's a
1: it's a topic that definitely get
2: overlooked for the most part it's topic that's never had mm-hmm. I think it um it goes deep with like
0: how everybody's saying that the black woman is the most disrespected and unprotected person. Shout out to Brother Shabazz. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
1: <laughs> Malcolm <X>. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it goes down to from childhood on up.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah.
2: It's one of those generational curses that we have. And it's really one of those we look back and it's almost like when you know better you do better Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so like now we mentally can pinpoint where things went wrong we kind of understand that a little bit more than
1: probably they did at our age oh yeah yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. so do you guys know your mother's story (laughs) yes (laughs) We're just going to jump right into that.
0: We're
2: going to dive right (laughs) in. (laughs) All right. Yes. Definitely um, Mm. an important discussion to have. Did you watch the documentary? I did.
1: I did. Mm. I meant to tell you I watched it. How did you? I loved it.
2: Yeah. So the documentary is Our Mother's Garden. Um, In in Our our Mother's mother's Garden. garden. Right. Yes. In Our Mm -hmm. Mother's Garden. Guys, if you haven't watched it, please, please. Just go watch it. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Please watch. it. Is it is so touching. Like it took
0: like literally the whole documentary. I was holding back tears, mm-hmm. even when they were like, it wasn't like really any comedy into it, right? But
2: but they had joking. Yeah. In the way. But even when yeah. they
0: were joking, it yeah. was yeah. right after like something
1: major was mm-hmm. said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. I um, it kind of. It made me feel some type of way because um, the way they went down their lineage and their heritage and things like that, and it was a lot of women that were from Louisiana, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I just... Because my my dad's people are from Mm -hmm. Louisiana. It's like, man, I got to... Because my great-grandmother, she's still here. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I really need to get with her, sit down with her. and pen and and paper. And have that whole discussion like they did with their grandmother. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know... I've had a few.
2: And I'm still... And I need to go do it. But the oldest member of my family, she's still... In the right minds, you know, mm-hmm. body sound and mind. And so I definitely need to have this conversation with her just to get more background on my family. Mm-hmm. Like, I know a lot of stuff from like my grandmother and my mom, but she is my grandmother's aunt. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she so has yeah. even more, mm-hmm. and she's the one with all the, um, photo albums. Mm-hmm. So she has pictures of everybody. Literally this woman probably has between like fifty to eighty photo albums. Wow. wow. Yeah. Like it's deep with my aunt. So I definitely feel like you on that. Like I need to go sit down mm-hmm. and then, like write everything that she knows. Cause once she's gone, mm-hmm, that right. information leaves with gone. her. Gone. See with my family we
0: never. It was like, um, what's the saying? What goes on in my house stays, stays in, in my, my house. house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's well. Well, my my grandmother. She she's gone. She's my angel now. Mm. But we never talked about like Lynch. too much.
2: Yeah. 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 It's definitely an, an important conversation to have, just to know more about. Your people, so you can know mm-hmm. more about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. but yeah, definitely check out that documentary because Miss Coco, Doctor Coco. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh baby, when
0: she was in there making that meal, yeah, for the ancestors. I love
2: her. <laughs> That's what mm-hmm. I was telling was you guys. rapping and stuff, quoting jay Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I was, the whole time I was just like, she needs her own documentary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she was everything. She
1: was. With her jewelry. I was, mm-hmm.
0: But she said, jewelry is not jewelry. What, yeah. what did she call it? It was like an extension.
1: Mm-hmm. Of your she, lineage,
0: I forgot yeah, what name she, she had. That used. circle bracelet that was like really like a
3: mm-hmm.
0: a knife. <laughs> she was like you walking by yourself.
2: <laughs> she and like she'll make the plates whatever and mm-hmm. put them down on her altar and stuff. I was like, yeah, I love this woman. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. And she was talking about, who was that? Her grandmother? Mm -hmm, Her grandmother. With all the husbands? Yes, Mm -hmm. all the husbands.
1: Sound like my grandmother. She was like a
0: bus stop. (laughs) She, she, she said miss one next one coming in fifteen minutes. Yep, sound
1: like my granny. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did say that. I told you my granny was a bag and a man. She gonna have, and if she did not have nothing else, she gonna have a bag and she gonna have a man.
0: So can we uh, can we talk about the grandmothers? Are we yeah. talking about grandmothers
1: first? Yeah, that's yeah. where it starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we can. Was, um, <laughs> I can start with my grandmother since, we, okay. since we're on the subject of Miss One X Fifteen One coming. Right. <laughs> my maternal grandmother, anyway. Um, she was a business owner. I'm not. She. She's still, you know, in the the land. Of, she's not an ancestor. And um, she's 93. She just turned 93 this year.
2: Oh, wow. That's a blessing. But
1: my grandmother was a workaholic. She was a beautician. And she had a few businesses that she ran. And she also worked. She was a nurse. And so it was just work, 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 work. Mm -hmm. She was married a few times and multiple children. And so my mom is the, the baby. And um, she worked so much that she didn't have time for the baby, you know? Mm -hmm. It was my oldest aunt, actually, took care of my mom. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
1: Because they were, I want to say about almost 20 years apart. Yeah, like me and my brother. Yeah, And And so... Everyone thought my mom was her baby, mm-hmm. and um, she was—that was her motherly figure, mm-hmm. or whatever. And um, my mom was probably about around fourteen when she found out she had a different dad mm. than her siblings, siblings and everyone else. Yeah. yeah, and her dad was also married, mm. so my grandmother. And her dad were, you know, were tangled up in this twisted affair, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. They were both married and then, you know, her being pregnant Mm -hmm. by a married man, but Mm -hmm. she was also a a married married woman. woman. And so her husband at the time, my mom said that um, my grandmother's husband actually tried to kill her, Mm -hmm. you know?
2: 'Cause she was pregnant by somebody, somebody else. else. How did you know? <clears throat> did she say something?
1: I mean, they um they grew up I mean they were were raised in West Dallas, and it was just like a small community. Yes. So the word got around. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the wife probably saw my grandmother creeping at her house, or however. We never know back then because they didn't right. have social media, <laughs> yeah, and when nobody yeah. like put <laughs> them was, on blast. Yeah, they was talking in the BD salon.
0: Right, <laughs> right. The day right. And they talked to find out. Yeah,
1: they weren't airing their business out in the street, but I'm pretty yeah. sure people knew you know yeah. when they saw like oh yeah that's you know that's her or whatever mm-hmm. and so that pretty much sums up their relationship mm-hmm. it was like she wasn't she wasn't a mother to my mother yeah you know what i'm saying and my grandmother was a type of woman she even to this day she's just like everything is flashy and Hair, nails, just, she kept her children up very well. Mm -hmm. Like, they still have the pictures of Christmas where they all would just dress down the bell bottoms, Mm -hmm. the big Mm -hmm. afros, just, like, but she still wasn't a mother. She was just more (laughs) materialistic. Materialistic. Show
2: off in front of people, Mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. that's about it. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> well, with my grandmother, um, fortunately, both of my grandmothers are still alive. Mm-hmm. So I've had conversations about them, you know, um, both of them um, growing up. Both of my grandmothers are from Arkansas, and they are both from towns right next door to each other which are very 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 small ass towns Mm -hmm. (laughs) to this day (laughs) like we haven't been in maybe like 10-15 years but just driving into that little town and there's no street lights and Mm -hmm. stuff like that Mm -hmm. Like these are very small towns Um, my mom's mom Actually moved when they when she was about six months old to Dallas, mm-hmm. um, but she would go to Arkansas to spend it with her grandparents, her her siblings every summer. Um, my dad, my, my mom, mom was kind of fast. You know her. <laughs> yes, that's my baby. <laughs> um, she's kind of fast, but. Um, She had my aunt at about 15, 16 years old. Um, And then after she graduated, she married. My grandfather Mm -hmm. had my mom and my other aunt. Um, So that's pretty much like her upbringing, Mm -hmm. you know, She'll tell you all the time that she was fast and she was, you know, doing stuff that she wasn't supposed to. That's why she got pregnant (laughs) so young. And she hid her pregnancy (laughs) till she was like six months pregnant. And that's back in the day, their moms made all their Mm -hmm. clothes. Mm -hmm. So it was time for school to start. And she kept finding ways to get out again, measured. And then one, one day, her mom got up, like, super early and just, like, threw the covers off of her. And that's how she found out wow. she was pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> that sound like the
1: Oprah story. Did you Oprah when she was, she uh, was pregnant uh, at 14? It came out. No. And her, she hit her pregnancy up until, like, nine months. And then wow. her father found out, and they put her in a group home, a girl's home. What? Oh.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised because that's what happened a lot back mm-hmm, then. Mm-hmm. You would go be sent away, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and then give the baby up for adoption and come back. Like everything yeah, was okay. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's like my mom's mom's story. Um, she was married to my grandfather for, uh, for years and, um, you know, dealt with a lot of stuff with him and then divorced him. With my dad's mom, um, she's from Arkansas as well. She was, is a very, very, very intelligent woman. So when she graduated from high school, she actually got valedictorian. But since she was a girl, and then the salutatorian was a guy, They made them switch. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Because a girl couldn't be more rewarded than a boy. Wow. So she, yeah. And so she (laughs) went and got um, graduated and went to college, but then got pregnant with my dad. Mm -hmm. So she dropped out, married my grandfather, and they were married for 24 years Mm -hmm. or such. And she ended up going back to school, got her degree, got her master's, and worked her way up in AT&T and became an account manager. So that's pretty much like her story. But she's always been that, not so much being independent, but make sure you had your own. Mm -hmm. So you won't have to be stuck into situations that you don't want to be in. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the ways that she was able to divorce my grandfather. Mm -hmm. Cause had she not had her own, then she would have been, you know, subdued to whatever demands that he wanted. So she was always like, yeah, have a joint account, but have your own accounts. You know what I'm saying? Let him take care of you, but make sure you have income on your own so Mm -hmm. if he decides to stop, you can still take care of you. Mm -hmm. So she was more of that voice in my head, and I appreciate that so much because um, she never been like, don't get a man, you could be blah, 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 but it was like, you can do that, but make sure that you look out for you. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much being like, her story and what she passed on with to her kids, whether they took that or not. The same thing with my, my grandmother. She's been like that, but she always told me, like, I ain't got to take shit from nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I would divorce you. I don't have to be with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm choosing to do this, but if it's no longer beneficial for me, mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah. So I kind of get that on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Well, my beautiful, beautiful, both of them were gorgeous women. Mm-hmm. But similar to you, well, my grandmothers had the same name, first oh, name. Oh, that's funny. funny. Yes, they both were Evelyns. Wow. Right. Um. So my dad's mother, she passed when I was, I think, two or three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what's so funny, as I look back then and, like, the stories they would tell me, um, when she was passing, I would take my little rocking chair and just sit next to her, like, Mm. every day. I didn't know she was sick, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, when she passed, my aunt picked me up and placed me over the casket so I could see her. And I said, oh, she's just sleeping.
2: Wow. This was the story
0: that she told me. And But I just remember she was um, very beautiful. She Mm -hmm. always used to sit on the porch Mm -hmm. and watch, you know, everybody's kids and Mm -hmm. watch the street. And that's all I remember about her. But they said I was glued to her until she passed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, my other grandmother, that's like basically my mama. Mm -hmm. You know, she's an ancestor now. Both of them are. But um, my grandmother was a hard worker. Like, Mm -hmm. she just worked she mm-hmm. worked up until she couldn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know how she, old oh, she was when she had my mom, but she was very strict. Okay. Very strict on my mother. And uh, my mother got pregnant with my brother when she was 15, mm. or she had him when she was 15. Mm. And my grandmother made her get married to wow. my brother's dad. Yeah. Wow. At 15. Mm -hmm. So that just shows you the dynamic, how strict she was.
3: Wow.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. so, but um, I know that far with them. And I don't really know, like, because they they didn't really talk about it, Mm -hmm. you know. But I just remember seeing certain things with the dynamic of her and my grandmother. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they didn't really... Like, get super close until, like, my mom was maybe in her 30s. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, they never, like, never had a relationship, but yeah. they didn't. I guess all the history was, was brought up mm-hmm. after my mom was, like, in her 30s and they got mm-hmm. closer.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah, but she she just worked hard. Like she was, um, and Heiser Bush, like Budweiser beer, yeah, mm-hmm. she was the the nanny to them, and she basically raised and Heiser Bush Jr. I don't know if this is the name. Wow. But. Yeah, <laughs> right.
2: We know the brand.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but she um she all she had the same mentality. Um, she would always say when we used to go shopping. She say, baby, she called my uh grandfather daddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Baby, don't tell daddy we went shopping. <laughs> don't tell daddy we went shopping. I'm gonna put the bags in the trunk. We're gonna wait till dad went <laughs> and we're gonna get them. And she also had make sure you have your own money in your
1: pocketbook. Yeah. Um, she called it pocketbook. Pocket pocketbook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, my uh fraternal grandmother. Rest her. so she she passed when i was 14 15 it was crazy um it was my first time going to new orleans like as much as i spent time with my grandmother i really found out who she was after she passed mm-hmm. i found out she was catholic of course the history of hoodoo mm-hmm. and voodoo and uh, you know all oh, mm-hmm, it. and it's correct when I have my very first reading she reached out to me she she died she was a diabetic and she loved candy and she loved Pepsi mm-hmm. and so when she was reaching out to me um, she was telling me to build my altar and put her some Pepsi mm-hmm. and some and candy. candy on mm-hmm. the altar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm like it was crazy because the person it was like somebody is I don't know who this is but they want pepsi and they <laughs> want candy and I knew it was that, that I knew cute. it was I already her. know
0: <laughs> and you know what my grandmother was very christian mm-hmm. like very she is the one who molded me in church because mm-hmm. my mother and father did not go to church.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I went to church by myself if I wasn't with my uh, grandmother. Mm-hmm. But she instilled in me, you know, prayer. If I you don't you don't have anybody else, you got God. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, very very strong prayed up woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: my my dad his his side of the family they're they're real. They like they're Catholic. And finding that out, I was a bit of a teenager and g- growing up going to like Baptist yeah, and it's a totally scene, different. Yeah, world. The, the funeral and mm-hmm. I'm like, what is going on here? Like what it's are they totally doing? Totally different. It's mm-hmm. totally different. It
2: is. It's a different.
1: It's it's way different. Mm-hmm.
2: Cat what is it? Catholicism. Catholicism and like southern Christianity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's two yeah, different it's, worlds. It's it was two, two different worlds. Yeah, but it's weird because both of them are heavily influenced with West African spirituality, right? Mm-hmm. So the Black Baptist Church, you got the like the tambourines mm-hmm. and the music and the drums which come right from the West Coast. And I'm talking about Africa, not (laughs) L.A. Good
3: way to put it. Okay, we're going to start calling Africa the West Coast. The West
2: Coast, the real West Coast. Okay, And then Catholicism is the same way, especially when it comes to, like, this part of the hemisphere so like Central America, South America, the West Indies, all of that are really heavily influenced in their Catholicism with you know West African spirituality just like you know altars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Them going and lighting the candles to right. pray with the incense and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Their are saints that they pray to. A lot of them are Orishas. So it's <laughs> like,
1: yeah. how y'all know about Shango? So, um, your grandmother and your mother's rela- mother's relationship mm-hmm how how was their relationship you would say um, my mother's
2: and grandmother's relationship is they get along very well mm-hmm. um, they have issues just like any type mm-hmm. of relationship want to have issues but my mom she was always the black sheep mm-hmm. but mixed up with being the most passive one. Mm -hmm. You know, she would kind of let people tell her what to do or she will follow other people's lead versus doing what she want to do. So the dynamic of my family with her sisters and her mom is they're so used to my mom being that way that mm-hmm. now that she's older, she's not that way anymore. Mm-hmm. And they don't know how to deal with my mom. <laughs> yeah. They're like, they're so used to, like, her not really having a voice. Mm-hmm. Not that they manipulate her or take advantage, but they're just not used to it. Mm-hmm. So now that she has more of a voice, they like what is this? What are you doing? So that's mm-hmm. kind of like sometimes the dynamic between my mother and my grandmother because mm-hmm. my grandmother is very accustomed to not only getting her way because she's a very spoiled woman mm-hmm. but <laughs> she's also used to uh, my mama, my mom following her lead, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So when my mama doesn't she feel disrespected mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is something that's very prominent in the black culture. It's like, (laughs) if you don't do what I say do, regardless of age, then you're being disrespectful. And it's Mm -hmm. like, no, No. I'm not. Yeah, right. (laughs) I'm telling you, I hear you, Mm -hmm. but that's not what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And a lot of parents, especially from that generation, don't understand that. Like, Mm -hmm. no, you're being disrespectful. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: So that's kind of like how they are. But overall, they they get along. They Mm -hmm. have a good relationship. When my mom was a child, like I said, she was a black sheep. Mm -hmm. She was a daddy's girl, but she Mm -hmm. she didn't have a strong relationship with my grandmother. Mm -hmm. Like my mom's other sister did, Mm -hmm. you know? So my mom was all about herself, her dad and her puppies and that was it and she mm-hmm. didn't care for humans. <laughs> that's really I like her. <laughs> that's really how my mom is. She didn't. She didn't care for people. Like yeah. she liked people crazy. I prefer dogs because <laughs> y'all ass is weather crazy.
1: Weather. <laughs> Not that I blame her because we are. So I would say uh my mom and my grandmother's relationship now um my grandmother's um she's she, of course she's elderly but up until recently with covid she had a stroke 2 years ago well mm. a year ago whereas to her being healthy yeah. up uh-huh. until so then yeah. 91 She was 91, moving around, very independent, still trying to work, still trying Mm -hmm. to chase the bag and (laughs) the man, okay? (laughs) (laughs) And so it's funny now because my mom is her caretaker Mm -hmm. now. And I had a conversation with my mom, like, how do you feel about that? she was like, well, um... She was like, I remember trying to talk to my mom about my childhood and asking her if she felt any type of remorse or any type of anything yeah. about... regret. Yeah, about not, not being more strict about my father being in my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or if she would have done anything different. Mm-hmm. And at the time, my grandma was like, no, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And that man is fine and I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: baby. these old boys.
1: Cause she, cause she's a hot pants. She had hot pants and now it's like my grandmother can barely talk now. Mm-hmm. And so the way my mom copes is she talks to her mm-hmm. and lets her, you know, Get everything out, yeah. Because she knows she can't. My grandmother can't say what mm-hmm. she wanna mm-hmm. say. You know, what now I'm saying? she yeah. gotta listen. Now she has to listen. Yes. So mm-hmm. Now
0: you have to. You don't, <laughs> you, don't
1: have have you, to you don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. You gonna hear me. You gonna hear what I have to say, but
2: respectfully. <laughs> Respect. Right. You going hear it. Yeah, I'm telling you, the universe, I mean, universe is going to do it one yeah. way or the other. Yeah. And age don't have
1: nothing, nothing to do nothing. <laughs> And it. And then me growing up, um, I never had a connection to my maternal grandmother because she not only was she really not. A mother to my mother. She sure wasn't no grandmother. Right. Mm -hmm. It was like my aunt, the one that passed, the one that pretty much, you know, took care of my mom. She was like my grandmother. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I remember we would go to my grandmother's house because my grandmother and my aunt stayed together. Mm -hmm. And we would always, like, mess with my grandmother's stuff. Like, be all in her, you know, Mm -hmm. be in her clothes, her Mm -hmm. makeup. Mm Because she was always flashy. Mm -hmm. She had nice jewelry, just everything. And so um, I never really had a connection to her. And now being spiritually aware Mm -hmm. now is like, now I know what that feeling that I had been feeling all my life that disconnect mm-hmm. I felt my mom's disconnect mm-hmm. as a child and I never knew what it was but I knew it was like my mom is not connected to her siblings mm. and there's not a connection with me and my grandmother something is off you know you yeah. always felt like something is off but but that's what that feeling was it was yeah. like not knowing how she grew up, mm-hmm. you know, but now knowing it, it's like, okay, that's, that's that feeling I had been feeling all my life. Yeah. I couldn't, you know, pinpoint mm-hmm. exactly what it was, but that was that feeling
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. that
1: I had been feeling.
0: Well, with my mother and grandmother, it's almost the same. My grandmother worked a lot, mm-hmm. but she was very strict. Mm-hmm. Like, very strict on my mom <laughs> to make her marry and uh-huh. yeah yeah, like yeah that's that's a child. My mm-hmm. my mom was that's a little a child. Girl, mm-hmm. You know? So um they were not very close like I said until my mom was maybe late twenties, early thirties. Mm-hmm. And um as far as my mother's father, um the story that I know, <laughs> he left my grandmother And went to a white woman. Oh, wow. Had children with her and never came back. Wow. So my mother really does not know her father. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So their relationship dynamic really didn't exist. Mm -hmm. Because my mother, like I said, was married at 15. I don't know if she moved with my brother's father or not. But she really did not get raised Mm -hmm. um, as a child.
2: Yeah, she kind of got thrown out there. mm
0: -hmm. And her grandmother, which was, you know, I don't think she was really close to her grandmother. Mm -hmm. I know they called her Big Mama. But I don't know too much about her rather than her name. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, even growing up, like, as a little girl, I was allowed to go over to my grandmother's house. But it was always... Don't say nothing that's going on in my house. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was almost like, I just have to be real, it's like a jealousy when I would go over there. Mm -hmm. Because my grandmother, of course, for some reason, when their children have children, they are different. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it was almost like I would be nervous to come back to happy. From my grandmother's house. Oh, when I was wow. home. Oh,
2: wow. Yeah.
0: It's like I didn't want to make my, my mother mom. feel yeah. bad. And I'm a little girl y'all. Yeah. But like I said kids feel energy. Oh know? yeah. So. Sure. I mean I would. The sleep at my grandmother's house. Was
1: peaceful. Oh. <sighs> What the best? Oh my god! Like she had that bed with all of the million blankets yes, and quilts yes. that the, the down
0: covers.
1: I never got to experience.
0: That. <laughs> it was the best. You know? Yeah, she would always like me and my grandmother's relationship was like oh, the best. Like I can't even. I don't even have the words. Mm-hmm. But she took care of all the grandbabies. Mm-hmm. And She has a lot. But the stories that my mother would tell me did not add up to what I experienced. Right. Yeah. You know,
2: and sometimes that really happens. And sometimes I think that when parents are parents, they raise their children based on the mentality they have at that moment. So by the time their grandkids come around, whether they admit to it or not, They see the rights and the wrongs they did with their children. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they sometimes try to correct it with their grandchildren. Yeah, You know? So sometimes grandchildren do get a better version Mm -hmm. of that person than the child did.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, even at that, like I said, it was always like a... Like a, a gel like I was scared to say I loved my grandmother around, around your my mom. Mother.
2: Yeah. That's
0: that's that's profound. You know, that's yeah. that's deep for mm-hmm, a child. That is it's like it's you're picking and choosing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause me well, we'll talk about mothers and daughters in a minute. Yeah. But I made sure well, I tried to that I didn't, you know, just show too much. Peace happiness. and happiness when I would go over Positivity. there.
2: Positivity.
0: Wow. Yeah, it was to a point to where
2: that's too stressful. She made
0: me stop going over there.
2: Mm-hmm. And what? You know what that does to a child. It's yeah, like, that's heartbreaking. What? You ripping away like their place of peace. You're taking her away from them. Yeah, yeah. And it was only when they would get into it. I would have nothing to do Mm -hmm. with it. Mm -hmm. You know what? That's crazy because my dad's mom, she pretty much raises my youngest cousin. Mm -hmm. She just turned uh, 11. And we're the only two girls. But she's been pretty much raising her since she was about eight. But whenever her biological mom gets mad at Her dad, the first thing she do is call my grandmother and say, I'm coming over to get her. her. Yeah. Even though my ah. little cousin basically mm-hmm. lives there, yeah. my grandmother enrolls her into school. That's um,
1: crazy.
2: She has her own room there. My grandmother takes her to school every day. Her dad picks her up for every day. But whenever... My cousin's biological mother gets pissed off, at my uncle, the first thing she does is call mm-hmm. my grandmother or text my grandmother and say, I'm coming to get heaven. Wow. It's
0: a true dynamic. Like, my grandmother wanted to enroll me in school in her community, mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and my mother and father were not having it, and wow. we lived in the hood, baby. East St. <laughs> Louis.
2: That's crazy. Google it. <laughs> See, my, yeah, I my mom has done some wrong. But one thing I appreciate is a lot of the times she put me ahead of her mm-hmm. when it comes to the relationship I have with my dad's side of the family. Because mm-hmm. the reason why I went to Atwell mm-hmm. is because my grandmother lived down the street. Mm-hmm. You know, we used my grandmother's address. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know, my grandmother... Uh, made arrangements to where I walk to her house every day and stay there until my mom gets off of work and picks me up, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I'm appreciative of that type of village that that they had, because my mom could have been like that mm-hmm. and destroyed that,
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. you
2: know? Based on the relationship she had with my father. Yeah, see, and another
0: thing, it's like, my grandmother she really did cater to the white community. I'll put mm-hmm. it like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So where she lived was completely white.
3: Yeah. <laughs> wow.
0: You know, um and when I would go back home, I'm in the ghetto and yeah. my grandmother like she put me in tap class. Mm-hmm. Ballet. So like my grandmother. <laughs> you know, so she mine. wanted me to do piano. Gymnastics. Gymnastics. They were like, no, she's coming home and she gonna ride her bike <laughs> in the <laughs> and, and be neighborhood. Bear her with the ghetto kids. So it was it was That's
1: like crazy. Two different worlds. That's that crazy. Is, that yeah. crazy. That is crazy. That is very crazy. So with all that being said,
3: <laughs>
1: oh. I just wanted to um oops. I'm going to talk about uh mother-daughter relationships. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like your relationship with your mother plays a big role in in your womanhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of sets the bar, kind of sets the standard with that connection because the first woman mm-hmm. you're connected to or you have a connection supposed with... Suppo- it's supposed to be yeah. your mother. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of times... Um, I mean, honestly, your mother is supposed to be your first god, technically. Yeah. technically. Right, right, right. You know. And I feel like uh, when that connection is off, mm. that throws you off. It could. What? It is.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Majorly. <laughs> so... Well I'll go first um my relationship with my mom I feel like because she didn't have a close relationship with her mother uh, I'm an only girl and I felt like my mom needed me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She needed me to heal that part of her. that part of her where she didn't have a connection with her mom, but she, needed she to correct that. She yeah. correct, she made sure that I was connected to her. Mm-hmm. And I would never I I could never understand like I would feel like sometimes people are like, oh yeah, you're always under your mom. Mm-hmm. You're always under your mama. You're always under your mama. You know? Mm-hmm. And it was like, no, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I'm a mama's I'm I'm a mama and daddy's yeah. girl. Yeah. But me and her had a real, have still to say, have a real strong relationship. She's never disrespected me or anything like that. And I remember um, growing up, I had a lot of friends who mothers, like, I would go over their house and the mom would be like, tell the little bitch to help Y'all get your ass and tell a little bitch to help you. You know, I'm like, oh, no, I'm finna go home. I'm sorry,
2: what? I'm looking at her. <laughs> oh, you saw my face?
1: <laughs> y'all, my somebody... Was calm.
2: She's like, what?
1: Somebody we went to Cedar Hill with. Really? The, I man, And I felt so bad because me and her was so tight. And it was like her mom would never let her come over to my house. So I would always go to hers mm-hmm. and her mom be like, I'll oh, tell a little bitch, in here, I'm, I don't know I to call my mom because right. my mom don't That's talk to me like that. I'm not going to let nobody else's mama talk to me like that, you know? The hell? Yeah, yeah. it was terrible. But um, I'm just thankful for, for her hurt, the things that she went through, that she was able to break Corrected. that, you mm-hmm. know? Because she... she she didn't have to. Yeah, yeah. she could have easily been like she the same used thing.
2: Her past yeah. Well,
1: excuse. this is how my mom yeah. treated me, so mm-hmm. you know.
2: Yeah, I think sometimes it's you're in a situation of choices, mm-hmm. and you can either do the exact same thing, mm-hmm. or you can make the mm-hmm. you know the the choice to do something different. Yeah. Um, But it's always about your state of mind. Mm -hmm. You know, do you continue to be a victim of your past? Or do you heal from it Mm -hmm. and correct the whatever that was broken? Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much seemed like what your mom did when she had you was to break that mold that has been passed down from generation to generation to generation Mm -hmm. and say, I know what it feels like to have a disconnection with my mom. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure that my daughter doesn't mm-hmm. have that. Mm-hmm. You know. And
1: I even my parents weren't not perfect at all. But I I just couldn't imagine, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like had it, you know, had it been different. My mom worked just like she did get that part from her mom where she was just work, 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 work. She's even like that now. Mm -hmm. She'll work two and three jobs. You know what I'm saying? And she got that from her mom, but she also made sure, even though I'm working, you know, I'm about my bag too. She wasn't about, the men part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <'Cause> she, <laughs> <laughs> she didn't deal with a whole lot of men. Oh, and she was, you know, she got married. She didn't marry. Her and my father wasn't married, but she did. Her and my stepfather, you know, are still married. But um, she still took that time out mm-hmm. for me, which I felt was important because
2: It helped mold you
1: Mm -hmm. being the only girl. I didn't have, I didn't have any sisters. It was just me and the guys, me and the boys. And Mm I, oftentimes I felt like I was one of the boys, but my mom brought that balance, that feminine energy Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. I needed. Mm -hmm. She gave that to me.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's a
2: blessing. Um, between me and my mom, um, my mom had me pretty young. She was, she got married to my dad at 18. She got pregnant at 18, had me at 19. Um, I was the only child for 12 years. Wow. So, yeah, that says a lot about myself. Um, but <laughs> my mom, she she did a lot of things that was different compared to how she was raised. You know, Mm -hmm. she felt like she didn't have a lot of confidence Mm -hmm. growing up in who she was. And she kind of allowed other people's visions of her Mm -hmm. be hers versus she creating her own. Mm -hmm. So she made sure that when she had me and my siblings that we were confident in who we were Mm -hmm. as a person. We had our own mind, Mm -hmm. you know. We, this going to show her age, but she was always like, you ain't going to be nobody flunky. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that was her thing. She was like, you ain't going to be nobody (laughs) little flunky. You going to stand in who you are, Mm -hmm. be who you are, and don't care who questions it. Mm -hmm. And that really stood out or instilled so much into me. Cause I feel like I probably would have the courage to go on to that spiritual journey like mm-hmm. I did mm-hmm. if Good she one. didn't yeah. instill that in me as a kid, you yeah. know? She was one of the darker ones in her family. So mm-hmm. she was, since I can remember my mom was like, you know, your skin tone is beautiful, mm-hmm. you know? People pay to get darker, you yeah. know. Love your the size of your lips. Mm-hmm. People pay right to get those full lips, Look you know. And do <laughs> <laughs> <Their part. Right. laughs> like she was that, and she was just like, "I want to make you so confident in yourself." That you don't allow nobody to make you look at yourself differently. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much how she was with me, um, but I was very spoiled by her, like especially my first twelve years. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like it was just me and her. So she'd be like, "Oh, you got smiley faces all week. Are you okay?" <laughs> okay, we're not gonna do this. Go ahead. Do we need to have to take a break? No. Go ahead. Okay. But she was just like, um, you got smiley faces all week, so mm-hmm. we're going to go to Us, you know? So it was like that. And I think my mom was a lot like that for the most part because my dad wasn't there. Am I right? Because my dad wasn't there, and I think she was trying to, what's the word? like overdo it. Mm-hmm. So compensate. I want Would you say compensate? Yes, compensate for him not being there. Mm-hmm. So she didn't want to make me feel like I was missing out on stuff. Mm-hmm. So she always did more, or extra or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. Um, our relationship was really really good up until maybe I was about 14, 15. So you enter that teenage years. Mm-hmm. That's when we moved out to City Hill. Mm-hmm. And my my mom, by that time, she was with my sibling's father. And he had his own vision of what um, teenage girls mm-hmm. should oh and Lord. shouldn't do. Yeah. And <laughs> that caused a rift in my mother. Mm-hmm. Me and my mother's relationship. relationship. By this time, my sister is born, so... I became, like, almost the sole caretaker of my sister. Mm -hmm. You know, he was out doing whatever he wanted to do. My mom would be at work, so I had to make sure that she gets home from daycare and Mm -hmm. she eats and whatever the case may be until they get home. Um, And over the years, my mom did suffer from, like... um, alcoholism mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i had to deal with that growing up uh i think it matured me a lot faster mm-hmm. than i probably would have if she didn't deal with that addiction you know it made me r- more responsible for myself especially with how my uh, my aunts and grandmother were. So it was like, when you get in a car with her, make sure you have your seatbelt on. Wow. Look yeah. at her. Make sure that she doesn't look tired or sleepy. If yeah. she does, don't get in a car with her. Like, it was scenarios like that growing up, you yeah. know. I've been in a few car accidents wow. behind my mom's drinking, you know. Wow. Coming up, let me see, the youngest, I think I was in the first grade, maybe, Mm -hmm. and it was right here on Hampton, Um, y'all know where Luby's is? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So right down the street from Luby's, and like going towards Let Better. Mm -hmm. Um, And we had a, a car accident right there in front of those apartments, my mom Fell asleep behind a wheel because she just picked me up from my grandmother's house. My grandmother lived over there by Atwell. Mm-hmm. She picked me up and we were going home and we mm-hmm. lived off a of lot better. And yeah, she fell asleep behind a wheel. And to this day, I remember that car accident. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean every detail of it because she put me in a back seat. And so I was asleep and I was laying across the back and I don't remember us crashing because we ran into a tree. I don't remember us crashing, but I remember spinning out of control because it threw me from the seat to the floor and I remember hitting the floor Getting up, I'm still asleep. My eyes are still closed. Getting up, getting back on the the seat and saying, Mama, what are you doing? And just going back to sleep. So by the time we hit the tree, I was already back asleep. So people came out of the apartments and ran and got us out. They got me out first. And the reason why I remember, because I don't remember them getting me out, mm-hmm. I remember them pulling my mom out. Mm-hmm. And she was unconscious at the time when they pulled her out. And then I don't remember us going getting the ambulance and going yeah. to the hospital, but I remember my grandparents showing up and stuff at yeah. the hospital and my mom having to get stitches mm. and her knees were all cut and bruised mm. up because of the steering wheel and yeah. stuff and the impact. So although she was there for me for a lot of stuff, she was dealing Dealing with with that. And it was because of trauma that she had growing Mm -hmm. up Mm -hmm. or whatever that she became, she started Mm self-medicating herself Mm -hmm. to not to deal with the trauma, Yeah, you know? So I dealt with my mom and her alcoholism. The earliest I can remember is probably five Mm -hmm. up Mm -hmm. until... My early twenties. Wow. Wow. It was, it was, it was a lot, you know. So, you know, that between her and then my siblings dad, that is what broke like our closeness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because before that, we were real close. But then when me and my siblings' dad got into it that one time and I decided to move out. Like I called my dad's mom, and she was like, "One well, more, Shan. You know, you can live with me. Like, there's no problem." Mm-hmm. And I left and moved with my grandmother. My mom temporarily moved in with her mom, but then eventually, my mom went back. Mm-hmm. And for me, I felt betrayed mm-hmm. because this man disrespected me. Yeah. He disrespected other people in the family and you go back to him. Mm -hmm. And that was like the last straw that just broke everything between me and her. Um, We're still not as close as we we was when I was younger. Um, I've forgiven her, Mm -hmm. but we haven't mended to get back to what we had, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's our dynamic.
0: I told More. y'all this is
1: gonna be deep. I'm, like, I don't have no I'm gonna I'm to have to take my eyelashes off in a minute. I didn't wear
2: any. I don't know so, why we didn't bring a, a box tissue. of tissue. Cause Maybe. y'all know no. this is Ayala <laughs> fix my life. Where you at, Iala? Oh, you. You. you know she keep a box of tissue somewhere. <laughs> okay. So y'all
0: see I had to yeah, like, okay, grab my crystal on my okay. my energy because so the reason why I started crying, hmm because what you guys describe, mm-hmm. I don't even remember, like yeah. with my mom. Like when right. you say your mom would t- like I can't even think about it without even wanting Tearing to tear up. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like my mom, I don't remember her telling me I was beautiful mm. until Honestly, late twenties. Mm. I, I didn't get like, "You're so beautiful, you're my baby girl." I didn't get that.
3: Uh-huh. And when you
0: said um, you were at your friend's house and her how her mother. Now it wasn't that deep, mm-hmm. but I do remember, and I'm I'm being very honest. So mm. this is a platform that I'm I'm hoping we're helping other women, young yeah, women, definitely. old. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um but I remember my mother being the first person to ever call me a, a bitch.
3: Mm-hmm. And I was
0: like 10, probably younger than. I know I was like maybe 4th or 5th grade. So, wow. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't know the intensity of the word, but I just remember. Yeah. You know. And um just like your stories are like toys or us and all that. I don't remember any of that. Like, mm-hmm. I have maybe three memories of me and my mom that were, like...
2: Good memories. Not, yeah. not
0: even major memories. Yeah. But if I could pick, like, how our dynamic was... Mm-hmm. Um, m- well, my mom was traumatized. She was raped
3: mm-hmm. at a very young yeah.
0: age. My brother witnessed her being raped in yeah, an alley. That's heavy. Wow. Very heavy. My mother... Dealt with drugs when my mother and father Mm -hmm, dealt with mm -hmm. drugs. She didn't have a great relationship with her mother. So she did not know how to be a mother. Right. But, again, everything is a choice to Mm me. So, um, like, even as a child, like, my father, he has a lot of children. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. he had a lot of women. And he abused my mom. They would fight all the time. And my mom was a workaholic. Like, Mm -hmm. I remember saying good morning to her. Maybe good night if Mm -hmm. I saw her. Mm -hmm. Um, No homework, help from neither parent. Um, I would get straight A's. And I would put Mm -hmm. the report card on the refrigerator. Nobody would acknowledge it. Wow. You know, so, and I, I think. Like now, I'm a perfectionist, mm-hmm. and it's because I always wanted to, to be, be seen. Part. Yeah, mm-hmm. 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 and it's like people think, like, "Are you trying to? You too good?" It's like, no, I just want to show you I'm doing my best. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. So, um, yeah, I just remember it's a trauma.
2: Like, exp- I mean, various. a re- trauma response. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like of, of being. That I'm not way. trying
0: to outdo anybody, but it's just I want to like, be look, seen. Right. I
2: want. I. I keep seeing that what I'm doing is not enough to be right. seen to mm-hmm. so let me do more do more exactly. do more. Exactly.
0: And um trying to like, get
2: validation.
0: Yeah, and I know my mother tried. Yeah. She really tried, but even to this day, my mom is like she deals with so much pain. Mm-hmm. And um even like changing our relationship, uh, my stepfather passed. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the year. It's been some years. And before he passed, he was like, Smiana, you got to promise me that you're going to try to mend your relationship with your mother.
3: Because
0: mm-hmm. it never was like, I never disrespected my mom. Like, mm-hmm. ever. <laughs> like, never. And um, I have a brother, and her and him are, mm-hmm. like, super close. But they fight, like, Dogs and cats. And I was always, as a child, like, he is, like, mean to you, mommy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And you're, like, mean to him.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And here I am. Being nice. Wanting to love you. And I was being made to, um, she would always say that I love my dad more than I loved her. And I, this is at a
1: little girl little age. age. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, that's... Uh, common with broken relationships between mother and daughter, you'll find where the relationship is broken between mother and daughter, but mother mm-hmm. and son. Mother and son. It's yeah. like.
0: <laughs> and it, it drives me nuts. Because, like, she says this, and I'm like, girl, <coughs> stop saying that. Um, She was like, I, I always tell people. Like, my mom's like a mouse. Her <laughs> her voice is so squeaky. But um, she was like, I tell people all the time. I don't have to worry about my daughter. I'm like what you do. Yeah. And it's like I still need
2: my yeah. mommy. Mm-hmm.
0: You know. They
2: make us they make us <coughs> Sorry, yeah. They make us too strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they raise us to a point where they feel like they no longer need to nurture us. Right. And but the boys are always it. getting nurtured, but yeah. they stop the girls at yeah, a certain point. I was thrown out yeah. at
0: 13. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, this is, I'm, I'm hoping that this helps someone. And if my mother hears this, I'm only speaking a story because I know how I felt yeah. not being hurt. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think I was like 12 or 13 when this happened. Uh, I was living with my mom. Well, she had left my father. Now, she went back to my dad because she wanted to be with him, and she wanted me to be near him, and Mm -hmm. he had his way to get her back. Mm -hmm. So we moved back with him, and things really didn't change. Mm -hmm. So um, I think maybe a couple years down the line, she just got fed up. And she finally left. And my mom, I only remember her being with, like, my brother's dad, Mm -hmm. my dad, and my stepfather. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, she was a child when she Mm -hmm. got married. So I don't remember her being with a bunch of men, nothing like that. But um, when she left my dad, she met my stepfather. Mm -hmm. So we go from one house Mm -hmm. to another house. And me and my brother, like... Yes, we finally get a long time with our mother.
3: Mm-hmm. And you but did.
0: our stepdad, I mean, stepdad came to play. Mm-hmm. Like, we were there for a day. He came and never left.
1: Wow. <laughs> so they link one time right. and they was wow. like, who are you?
0: You know? <laughs> but I loved my stepdad, rest in peace. Um. But yeah, so we had a one-bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. And my mom and my stepdad had the room, and I slept on a couch. Wow. I didn't have a dresser. Like, my my clothes were next to me in a bag, like, in, like, tubs and stuff. Wow. And I know I had to be maybe seventh, eighth grade. Um, so, anyway, I was so depressed as a child. Like, mind you, I was a cheerleader, student council, like whatever I could do at school to keep mm-hmm. busy, I did so I wouldn't have to go home.
2: Yeah. Mm. Oh,
0: okay. You know, so I kept myself occupied. But um, I remember drawing in a notebook, and I'm going to say trigger warning because it's going to trigger some people if they listen. Um, I drew a picture of myself hanging
3: mm. in
0: this notebook. Okay. And I put it On Like, in my bag, under the table, and I remember being at my dad's house, and my mom came early. And uh, I was like, what is mommy doing here? Like, Mm -hmm. she's like an hour early. So anyway, long story short, uh, we have a screen door. Mm -hmm. My dad's behind me. I'm in the middle. She's in front of me. So she was like, yeah, you, um, you drawing pictures of you hanging yourself and you're so unhappy. So who do you want to live with? Cause I don't have time. What? I was wow. literally like seven, eighth grade, maybe I wasn't even eighth grade. I was like seventh grade mm. at the time. So this just to tell y'all how my mental was, mm. I was like, well, I guess I'll stay with daddy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I turn around, and I'm like, well, daddy, I'll be back. I got to go get my stuff. She's like, no, you don't. Your shit is in my trunk.
2: Wow. <gasps> wow.
0: And I'm just being honest. Like, I know this is deep, but this is my truth. Mm. And after that day, I felt like, you know, my mom got rid of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is why I love my kids, Mm -hmm. how I love them. And I know my mom loves me. Mm -hmm. She was dealing with a lot lot. at that time, and I didn't understand as a child. You're not supposed to. You know, I'm not. Like, a lot of things I was made to deal with, Mm -hmm. with my mom and my dad, the burden should never have been put Mm -hmm. on me. And yeah. they both did their share mm-hmm. of putting Put on their you. trauma, trauma on, you. on me.
2: Yeah.
0: You know? So, and me and my mom have talked about this. I've told her, you know, like, Mom, I felt like you never loved me. And all I
2: did was try, was to, was try, love, try yeah. to be
0: her perfect little princess that she wanted. Like, my middle name is Lawanda, because my mm-hmm. mom's name is Wanda. Okay. <laughs> so, she's like, Lawanda. So, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. Okay. But, um, just the whole dynamic, like I said, of me and my mom, it was very hard to yeah. be the bigger person. Cause I always say I was like her mom, mm-hmm. even though she had my, you know, yeah. grandmother, Yeah. but I was put in a position to be strong for her,
2: for her, mm-hmm. you know, I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, when you have certain trauma experiences, it molds you, mm-hmm. you know, subconsciously or consciously, it molds you into a certain way. I had to definitely be mature faster than I think I should have been. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily like being fast or anything like that, it was just I was taking responsibility for my mother when she wasn't in a mindset right. to be responsible for herself, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I really remember, like, my mom just breaking down, crying. She had been drinking, but I think she was going through relationship issues, too. Mm-hmm. And me consoling her, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? me, Her laying on me yeah. and me holding her, you and know? you know
0: what? I wish my mom would have did that. Yeah, because all I wanted to do was was feel loved. Not even just feel love. I mean, because my parents lovely. Like I was spoiled. My daddy spoiled, Mm -hmm. spoiled Mm -hmm. rotten. But even though my mother did not know how to show me then, I just wanted to be there for her. Like you said, I wish like, hey, mommy, I see you crying. Yeah, I can hug you, but. We never even had a like a, a a conversation
2: before. Yeah. She wasn't affectionate with you.
0: <laughs> Not even that. Like it was just non-existent. Yeah. Like we never talked. talked. Like, like mistress cycles, how y'all like yeah. some people have period parties. Yeah. 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 I was riding my bike <laughs> with my friends. And they was like, hey, Sweeana, you got some. I'm like, what? I thought I was dying. Oh. <laughs> okay. And I went home. I'm like, mommy. She's like, oh, girl, you are your woman now. I was in fourth grade, by the way. Mm. <laughs> She's like, you're a woman, and you could get pregnant. <laughs> that does to show you, it was like, mm. my mom just didn't know, mm. you know? So I don't blame her, but the pain- is still there. It's still there.
1: I think, I think um, as an 80s baby- like, I feel like our whole generation went through some type of experience mm-hmm. yeah, like some that, type whether of it's a addiction or yeah. mm-hmm. just um, the communication issues between mm-hmm. parent and child. Yeah. You know, for whatever trauma they had in their childhood, mm-hmm. it's like... They couldn't express mm-hmm. that with us. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know my mom's pain until I was 30. Yeah. yeah. But I, most of us didn't. But I felt it yeah. as a kid. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, f- I felt all of her pain. That's why I said, mm-hmm. I, I always tell my mom, I was brought here for, for you. you.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And just, I felt her pain. Yeah. All my life I felt yeah. her pain. Yeah. Until she got comfortable enough
3: to tell us to tell her. me. Mm-hmm. And it
1: wasn't until the man I thought was my grandfather until he passed. Mm-hmm. And it just felt like a relief from yeah. her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just like I need to tell you something. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I know when I was about Nine. I was actually in the fourth grade, and my mom went through a very traumatic experience. Um, her and my mom's youngest sister were pregnant at the same time. They actually had due dates a day apart, and my mom ended up going into labor, um, I think, Two weeks before her due date. So she was full term. Mm-hmm. And she went to labor at home and had to call 911 because there was no way she was about to get to the hospital. Yeah, And they came, by the time they got there, my mom had to deliver the baby right there on the bed. And she did, but the cord was wrapped around the baby's neck. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it was a stillbirth. Mm-hmm. And um, and I remember that day like the back of my head because I was at school and my mom was a hairstylist. So normally after school, they'll take me to a salon and I'll be up there until we go home. And this day we went to the salon. My mom wasn't there. And I was like, Where my mama at? Mm-hmm. And my aunt, the one that was pregnant, her and my uncle, who I feel like is really my dad, took me to the bathroom and told Mm -hmm. me what happened Mm -hmm. and that they were taking me to the hospital to see my mom. And we, you know, went through that, the whole funeral service Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And I just really remember my mom or experiencing my mom have a mental breakdown, mm-hmm. a nervous breakdown pretty mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. I remember one instance, me and my cousin was doing something at the house and my mom just lost it, you know? And she was screaming at us and crying and and we were like, what, what do we do? We were scared, mm-hmm. you know? My aunt came and got us and took us to her, her house And she explained to us, my mom was just going through a lot. You Mm -hmm. need to kind of just be cautious, you know, or whatever. But, you know, my mom also went back to drinking after that, Mm -hmm. too. And that was one of her ways of numbing her traumatic experience Mm -hmm. because— that's definitely what it was. You know, mm-hmm. she wasn't expecting to have to do that. And then your sister is still pregnant and delivers yeah. a healthy ba- a healthy baby two weeks after, you know, you lost yours, yeah. which was kind of a gift and a curse, too, because I think that also helped heal my mom in certain ways because she still had a baby to take Mm -hmm. care of, Mm -hmm. you know? And her and my cousin, he's 25 now. They are really close. Me and him are really close, too. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why because... We attached ourselves to him because we were dealing with a loss mm-hmm. as well, so I have to also be mindful that my mom went through that because mm-hmm. that shit ain't yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah it's hard. <laughs> it is.
3: It's
0: it's it's like for my mom now. Like I'm, I'm so happy that she's finally like. Accepting life for just what it is. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like, I say my baby, but my baby, I want my mom to be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she's been through so much. She's lost everybody that was close to her. Like, my grandmother's gone, her brother's gone, my stepdad is gone. Mm-hmm. And this was like super close together. Mm-hmm. So, the fact that she is still even fighting when I know she's still in pain. Yeah. Just because, you know, I'm not going to say um, we made it easy for her. I can't even say we. I just don't want to point fingers.
3: Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I did. But, um, she knows that me and my brother, you know, feel or felt. Away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's still trying to forgive herself. You know? And that's hard as a mother. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I couldn't imagine Mm -hmm. knowing that my children feel, even, and I know why I did it, but knowing that your child does not understand. Mm -hmm. It's like, what else can I do Mm
2: -hmm. but
0: change the narrative now? Yeah. So it's like, I appreciate our relationship now. Yeah. And we're going to ride
2: this thing out. Yeah, it's about rebuilding. Yes. But both people have to acknowledge Mm -hmm. the truth. You know, like, I used to watch Ayanna all the time, right? (laughs) Ayanna you up in a good way. What you mean to tell me, this ain't a JC story coming? (laughs) No, it's not a whole. It's not a whole. But... You know, watching Ayana and she always say things like when people come about a particular subject from two different perspectives mm-hmm. and she always say Well, you can't tell them about their experience, Mm -hmm. even if that's not your intention, even if that's not how you experienced it, you can't deny somebody else's experience, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think sometimes that's something hard that people have to do or hard to do when you're talking about trauma, when you're talking about something that you did to somebody else, Mm -hmm. whether you intentionally or not tried to do it. You know what I'm saying? So I think that a lot of times people be like, well, that's not what my intentions were. That's now how I saw it, or Mm -hmm. I was dealing with this. And we're not saying you wasn't, just that this was my experience from what you did. And sometimes, not until people accept that, mm-hmm. it's hard to rebuild mm-hmm. or to uh, move forward with the relationship. Mm-hmm. Because you're now you're not acknowledging my trauma. You're not mm-hmm. acknowledging where you failed. Mm-hmm. And since you won't, I'm scared you will fail me like that again. Because yeah. you don't acknowledge it. And you know... Um, Another thing that I don't um,
0: don't think people realize, everybody is not even ready to accept no
3: mm-mm.
0: Mm-mm, the trauma that they may have put someone through. Nope. like my biggest fear is well, I'm just gonna say anybody who's ever dealt with alcoholism or drugs. being on drugs. Yeah, you don't want to give them. A trigger moment that they cannot handle. Yeah. Because sometimes knowing a burden that you cause on somebody else may be too heavy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I always tell my mom, like, I tell her today, like, do not let nobody stress you out. Right. Because mm-hmm. she's not by herself, because she has my brother now, but I'm like, we need you here.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: I need you strong. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I want people to understand as mother-daughter dynamic, it's like they're not going to always feel what you feel. Yeah. So if you don't get the response that you're looking for.
2: Be okay. Just be okay. Be okay.
0: Just be okay.
1: Yeah. And with that um, being said, um, how do you feel you as a woman today? Uh, knowing your grandmother and your mother's uh, relationship, your relationship Mm -hmm. with your mother, how does that, how did it mold you as a woman? Like for me, it's like, I've never had that connection with my grandmother, but I'm so hurt by her because it's like, you got me out here in this world thinking I'm of course I am who I am, but at the same time, when it comes to lineage and knowing who you are, that's important. Yeah. You know? And I always tell my mom, it's like, I've been real adamant about getting to know my grandfather because he's still here. Mm. You know? Yeah. And he's like 70. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. was way younger than her. Yeah. Oh wow. So it's <laughs> like, I don't care if he was married right. or because people die mm-hmm. and you go to these funerals and these other people like well who at are you, like and that's yeah. gonna be me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I said, I don't care if he this man has to pass. And these Mm -hmm. people, they're going to know. I don't care because I'm grown. I told my mom, I'm I'm glad you told me when I was 30. Yeah. I got on Facebook. I done found (laughs) cousins. (laughs) Like, I ain't playing no games.
0: social media right Yeah, we'll find them though yeah That's how i, find my I little did. Brother on
1: Facebook, and this Isn't man it? have other kids outside his, his marriage. marriage not just my mom wow. okay wow
2: papa was
1: he was rolling. a role both of them <laughs> both of them was rolling <laughs> And in and out, people right. beds, both of them. Not so. stones. <laughs> Roll <beds. laughs> rolling in and out of beds, like really, lady. And I and, and I just look at my grandmother and I just be like, "You really did a number, lady. You really, did. you really, you really got us out here like that." And it's just as as the, the woman I am today. I also got to thank her for that, mm-hmm. for that trauma, mm-hmm. you know?
2: It changed your mom. It
1: changed my mom. She didn't pass that to mm-hmm. me.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I know, like, um, everything is, not. most things are choices, but I always have to go back to what's your mentality mm-hmm. when you are in that situation and then those are your choices because mm-hmm. we don't all have the same choices. It's mm-hmm. all about where we are mentally. And like I know with my mom switched out a lot of things she did mm-hmm. with me compared to how she was raised, what she thought wasn't suitable and then what she thought that was suitable. Um My grandmother had a really good relationship with her mother. Mm -hmm. Uh, My great-grandmother was just everything, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, I still remember this lady. She was everything. But she also was raised pretty much without her mother because Mm -hmm. after kid number seven or eight... She's decided that she didn't want to be a mother or a wife anymore, and left and mm-hmm. moved down to Louisiana. You know what I'm saying? And made a
1: whole new life. When I tell you, <laughs> she met a man Fuck them named kids. Listen,
2: <laughs> the epitome. She but left. A lot of that happened. Like, yeah, they she. Like I'm done. Yeah, Damn. she left and moved to New Orleans and um, met this man, Creole dude. <clears throat> Uh, Mr. Leroy, and and, and married him, and and married him, you know what I'm saying? And then I think her, I think my Aunt Irva was the youngest, and she was six months old when she left. Me, personally, I think she had postpartum. Mm-hmm. Me looking back, because mm-hmm. when I went and looked at ancestry and stuff and really look at the years she had her kids, mm-hmm. she was basically pregnant back like every that. year. Wow. Yep. You know, so when I I'm observing, you know, we don't have they didn't have the language back then like we have now. Mm-hmm. But that's what I think that happened. She had postpartum and dip and 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 so they were raised by her dad well, by their dad but then their dad got killed mm-hmm. so my great great grandmother literally went back and made my great grandmother get married and cuz she she said a man needs to be in a house so she made her get married and she went back to louisiana and made my great-grandmother raise the rest of her kids. So, like, these, you know, but I'm thankful that my great-grandmother didn't put that into her children, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because she didn't really have a mother. Her mother made her get married, you know? She literally started having kids and was like, ma'am, we coming to Dallas because you finna get your kids. I got my own kids now. <laughs> get your kids. <laughs> That's how my family came to Dallas yeah. on my mom's side because of that. So you know you have these situations um, in in almost every generation, mm-hmm. and but it, it is up to the next person to decide. What choices, you know? I personally come from two parents with different addictions. Mm -hmm. I'm thankful, Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful that I don't carry that. You know, my grandfather, my mom's dad had an addiction. You know, my great grandfather had an addiction. Like these are generational curses. You know, and so I remember my aunt telling me years ago. She was like, "I grew up in a domestic violence home. I grew up with um, the addicted, addicted to father, but I chose not to Mm -hmm. encounter that in my adulthood." You know, she married a different kind of man, and Mm -hmm. she you know, don't have those issues, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So at the same time, yeah, it is about choices too. Um, For me, how it molded me, um, it's been more of a blessing than a curse, honestly, Mm -hmm. you know, outside of the addiction and stuff. I am a headstrong person, you know, I don't waver easily. Ooh, I'm Lord. very. <laughs> I'm smile, like, like, mm-hmm. a smiley. They all smiley. Like, mm-hmm. Speak your mm-hmm. truth, champ. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> if I want something, right? You know, my mom. I remember when I got my nose pierced, mm-hmm. and um, my my fa- my family weird. And they all like. You shouldn't do that, blah, blah, blah. And I was talking to my mom about it. And mom was like, well, Shan, I'm at a place where I know you're going to do what you want to do anyway. <laughs> so I just right. don't say nothing. <laughs> it's not a big thing for that she feel like she would to say something. But she was like Kieran them telling me, I need to just try to stop you. Oh, you can't stop that girl. She want to get her nose because She grown. Yeah, that's you know, but that's how they also raised me. Mm-hmm. It's like, stand in your own, don't let other people's opinion you know, waver you. Do what you feel that is right. Okay, I felt like it was right getting my nose pierced. You <laughs> took me to get my nose yep. pierced, right? <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> Lord. was it, Cedar Valley? You, um, no. This was, I was already with the American. Oh, okay, okay. Because yes. I uh, I yeah, couldn't get it, well, get it done at first. I had to wait till I was off of yeah. probation and stuff. Mm. And as soon as I was, I was like, you want to go for me? Get my nose pierced? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had gotten, like, You already had, my, had like, ten, been, ten times. <laughs> she kept oh, getting her nice. nose repierced. <laughs>
0: My mom has a She's like, you need to get yours. I'm like, no. I got
2: allergies. No. My allergies <laughs> come down, but that wasn't going to stop me. I've been wanting this since I was a kid, since yeah. uh, Tupac, to be honest. Oh, okay. We knew a rapper was coming. <laughs> so it ain't Jay-Z so, today,
0: y'all. So I broke my bell. What about Jay-Z? But oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay, i have it i
2: have it so what
1: uh, what about you what uh how do you feel that your 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 mom's experience your grandmother's experience and how has that molded you as a woman
0: as a woman um it took a long time for me to look at myself and see what my own problem was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was very, very sensitive Mm -hmm. and emotional Mm -hmm. because I grew up just witnessing, fighting, arguing, just like in my home within itself. Mm -hmm. So um, I had to like check myself like, stop being so damn sensitive. Mm-hmm. Like, everything is said to you shouldn't to hurt, hurt your, feelings. Feelings. your feelings. You know? Yeah. Because it took me a long time. Yeah. And that was a major, um, a major, like, Turning journey yeah. I had to mm-hmm. take on, like, healing. Yeah. So I wouldn't be so damn mm-hmm. soft. So soft. <laughs> like, <laughs> I yeah. was soft. Yeah. Like, my friend's like, oh, you are a crybaby. I'm like, so? <laughs>
2: yeah, I used to. Let me cry.
0: Right. That's <laughs> why my a- skin is so soft, because I <laughs> cry. Um, but um, it definitely made me stronger. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being 13, and this may sound corny to some, but um, me and my mom were driving, over um a bridge. So Illinois at St. Louis is like literally right, there. right here. <laughs> right there. So it like takes five <laughs> minutes. So we were driving over a bridge and um it was a star in the sky. And I just remember wishing upon a star that I didn't let what I was going through determine mm-hmm. me as an adult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I made you that wish. Yeah. Yeah. I did, not even knowing <laughs> know what I was, was doing. doing. You know, you a crazy thing. Like growing up on the east side, like the hood, mm-hmm. a lot of our parents were either working or addicted to something. So mm-hmm. as kids, we're like just out. But um, I literally asked God because I was. Big in church, mm-hmm. you know. I yeah. got saved in like fourteen. <laughs> My mama used to talk like, "Girl, you listen to gospel. I'm gonna get saved like you." Like, no. okay.
2: Well, okay. I just remember, like at the jokes. same time, back in the '90s, Kirk Franklin was. Yeah, okay, I'm about.
0: I'm listening to hymns. And, oh, okay. Oh, baby. <laughs> John, P. Keith, right. and everybody. Me? Girl, I told the storm, baby, don't get me started. But I just remember, like, being deep in church. And I was like, God, just please don't let me end up 15 and pregnant. Because yeah. that was mm-hmm. my mom's fear. Mm-hmm. And I would always say, I'm not going to do that. Like, trust mm-hmm. me. I'm going to make better choices. Right. And I forced myself to make better Better choices choices. Mm -hmm. because it's a choice yeah Mm -hmm. I could have ended up pregnant on drugs Mm -hmm. because like when I moved with my dad he was never at home because he was working like well he was at home until like three I got out of school he at work yeah so I'm free to do what the hell I wanted to Mm -hmm. do honestly but I mean I wasn't perfect but yeah. I was smart,
3: right? <laughs> you
0: know, right. I was smart, but I wasn't doing nothing crazy. You <laughs> know, I wasn't doing,
1: you know, and doing rude. Yeah. I wasn't doing yeah. She you wasn't know. rude. She
2: wasn't nasty. I
0: was neither one of those.
2: Manny,
1: from
0: um, Euphoria, no
2: man.
0: Um, but it literally molded me to understand that everything is a choice. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why. Like with my boys, and this is how deep. My story is like after I had my last son, I didn't want to have any more kids, let alone a daughter.
3: Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm.
0: terrified to have a little girl mm-hmm. because I don't know how to nurture mm-hmm. a girl because I was not nurtured by my mother. Mm-hmm. And um, and like I was blessed to have my friends, mothers and mm-hmm. see how they interacted and all that. But I was just scared to have a daughter because even in my on like my mom's side, we always say, which I hate this word or this phrase generational curse. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I hate that. Yeah. Because it's like the more we say it, we're we're saying that it still exists. Right. Yeah. You know. So but um, as a mother, like as a woman, I had to be strong. I Mm -hmm. had to make it. I don't have a fallback plan. Yeah. I, I can't call my parents. Hey, I need this. Right? Never mm. could I ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just made a way. But as a mother, my my kids, they're why I go so hard. Mm-hmm. Like I tell my babies, I love you. Yeah, mm-hmm. Every day. Numerous mm-hmm. times. I'm hugging. Mm-hmm. I'm kissing. Affectionate. Affectionate. Mm-hmm. I'm their friend. I'm your mama. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just here. Like, my children, they don't have an age limit that I'm saying, you you on your own. Right. right. No. I
2: hate that I we hate do that. that.
0: That's another, like, 18, you getting kicked out. Yeah, <laughs> I hate that. I mean, not, not that. saying, now nah, look. At 18, you should know what route you want to go. <laughs> yeah. Because mm-hmm. least... mama's going to be
1: ready to live by the <laughs> time two. is 18. <laughs> I'm like yeah. that with my girls. Like, even though me and my mom did have a good relationship growing up, but like I said, I did feel her hurt. Mm-hmm. I keep an open communication yeah. with my kids but most importantly, my girls, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying to let them know they can always communicate with me. If it's something that they feel that I'm not doing enough, they need more of. Let me know. Mm-hmm. My oldest, she's always up under me. And my husband is like, you're always babying her. You're always baby. I'm up. If my baby needs to be baby, I'm a baby Mm -hmm. her. Yes, because it's something that she's feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's a teenager. Yeah,
2: Mm -hmm. and and what men don't understand is women, girls, females in general, we go through different type of hormones Mm -hmm. than they do. Mm -hmm. So by Gigi being like that, it's not necessarily you. Just babying her, but you giving her nurturing in the moments that you need to give her nurturing too.
1: And I'm and not, and I'm not an affectionate. Yeah, like I mean, even though me and my mom were close, mm-hmm. I was never an affectionate child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like hugging and yeah. stuff like like that. Even into adulthood, mm-hmm. it's like I'm not very affectionate. But I have this very affectionate child mm-hmm. she, that you need
2: to yeah. be like that with. Mm-hmm.
1: And she just sometimes she just want to cuddle. She'll yeah. come Saturday mornings when my husband get out the bed. She coming. She <laughs> comes. She <laughs> can't wait for him to get out my bed so she can come and be yeah. cuddled up, right up. I'm like, Lord, that's, this child, that's <laughs> Hello, you know. And she fourteen. Yeah. And I asked her, but I said, when are you gonna stop? She, I ain't, I'm I'm not gonna stop. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna stop I'm telling you now I'm not gonna stop yeah. my and
0: friends I, tell me that I was a hugger when I was little like give yeah. a hug like I don't do that now
2: but yeah <laughs> see I, I was like Gigi mm-hmm. growing up until I was like 11, 12 I slept in a bed with my mother until mm-hmm. I was about 11 had my own room mm-hmm. everything but I guess I was a little bit more affectionate when Mm -hmm. I was younger versus when I got older. My mom is overly affectionate. Mm -hmm. You know, she always want to hug and kiss and cuddle and all that. And I'm kind of like, mama, that's no, we're not (laughs) doing that. But growing up, Mm -hmm. I was... Anytime it was time for the bed, mm-hmm. I was like, all right. Yeah. I'll tell my cousins, all right, y'all have my room. <laughs> I'm going down there to oh my mama. God. Like, that was so me. I love being up under her. And that's but I'm my, like
1: you now. That's how my, my baby is. She she is, wherever I go, I'm surprised mm-hmm. she ain't call me. You she, you, you know, Gigi will call me. Mama, where you at? She'll, she'll call me, like... <laughs> It's crazy. I'm like, I tell all the time, I said, girl, when well, you was born, you looked at me and have not stopped looking at me. <laughs> it was like love at first sight. Right. <laughs> but now, and I keep telling my husband, and it's like, I have to baby them mm-hmm. because I Girls need that yes. love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if my baby is craving that love, she's craving it from me for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't need her to go find it right. somewhere, 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 somewhere else. You know? Yeah. yeah. And so that's how I am with my girls. Mm-hmm. It's like I give them all they have, my undivided, you know? Mm-hmm. It could be the smallest, whatever, and I'm mm-hmm. just stop whatever I'm doing mm-hmm. and I'm I'm catering to y'all needs. And yeah. he's like, you need to stop. I'm like, I can't. I yeah. I stop doing that when they're grown and
2: Or when they don't know, want it when they when don't want it anymore stop.
1: Yeah.
0: When they don't want it
2: anymore. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I got, like I love all my babies. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. I I like I thank God. Like I don't even like kids.
1: Wow! But you love your but but chores. I I never thought
0: I would be a mother. I -hmm. wasn't afraid to be a mother. I just was like, okay, like when I was pregnant with Sean, I was like, oh, okay, I'm pregnant. Let's see how this goes. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Yeah, I think that um, I don't know. Like I said, my mom was overly was is overly overly affectionate. But I'm more like you. I'm not affectionate mm-hmm. at all. Um, it's something that I'm learning to be mm-hmm. um, in my adulthood. And none of my siblings are overly infectionate, mm-hmm. my sister nor my brother. But I think that our mom did it so much <laughs> <laughs> that we were like, we good. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we only need... have
1: your baby. you your first child. I know right. I
2: know. I know I'm gonna be like that with, with, with my kids, but it was just me having to realize that I'm not really like that in mm-hmm. my adulthood. It was basically me dating somebody that's affectionate Mm. that made me realize I'm not affectionate at all. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't need to touch you all the time. I have my moments, but that's not me 24-7, you know? But I'm sure I'm going to be like that with my kids. It might be an obsession. It is.
1: (laughs) Another thing is... um... Me and Gianni, we were watching, we were watching the ID channel. Mm-hmm. That's why. And okay, we got in ID channel all day on Saturday, and Gianni y'all come, psychos. did you come watch it with me? And So we're, we're, <laughs> we're watching some show, and the, the boy, his mom was abusing him. She was like putting him in the closet, not feeding him, and, and Gianni was like, "What?" why is his mom, is that his mom doing it? I'm like, yeah, that's his mom doing it or whatever. And he was saying some of the things that his mom was saying to him or whatever. And and my baby looked at me and she was like, she was like, mom, would you ever talk to us like that? And I was like, no. No. (laughs) I said, not because you're my child, but you're a person. Exactly. You're, I said, you are a part. You are an individual first, Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't disrespect you as an individual. Right. Mm -hmm. And I need y'all to know that. Mm -hmm. That anybody talking to you crazy, that's a form of disrespect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you need to know that. You need to know that.
0: That's just really (laughs) deep. Mm -hmm. Because my dream job was to be a child psychologist Mm -hmm. because Uh. people don't understand that. As children, mm-hmm. they are sponges. They mm-hmm. see everything. Everything. And they hear everything, everything, but are never asked
3: mm-hmm. how, how they are feel. You?
0: Are you okay? Mm-hmm. It's going to room. If a family's arguing, going a room where, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's adult conversations mm-hmm. or whatever. These babies are like not being
2: heard. They're right. many humans. You're right. Yeah,
0: like they have feelings. <laughs> yeah, like just ask me how I feel, mm-hmm. and that's very like I'm so glad you said that because they're uh, humans. children yeah, are yeah. humans too. Mm-hmm. So they like we forget they under- that. Right. So even like with any relationship, I don't argue in front of my kids, mm-hmm. and if it happens, it makes me kind of like Trig- yeah, it triggers Go back. It's me. Trauma. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I done told mm-hmm. you yeah. not to argue you know, in front of my my children. I don't right. like it. I don't care who it is. Mm-hmm. If you're going to argue at the house, they can't come over. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just, I'm going to protect them from,
3: mm-hmm.
0: as long as I can. Yeah. You know, from things like that.
1: That's that's me breaking the mold with my, my children because even though I did have a good relationship with my parents, my parents were so strict I remember the whoopings, <laughs> 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 like just not having a voice, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because when you have voices talking back yeah. mm-hmm. and I was mouthy, I oh, was, I was too. a really mouthy child and it wasn't because I was being disrespectful is because I was very it. vocal about yeah. how I how you felt. Feel.
2: And last time, this is hereditary. I know mine is.
1: But that was the spiritual part of me that was trying to tell people mm-hmm. how I'm feeling about mm-hmm. something. If I'm feeling something and it's not right, I'm trying to tell you this ain't right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're taking it as this is being bad. disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm right about what I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even as a child.
2: Yeah.
1: And so with my kids, I don't do them like that. I have even when they make mistakes, mm-hmm. I talk, try to talk to them, trying to yeah. figure out where their head space is mm-hmm. as to why they're doing what they're doing. You have yes. to
2: get them. Mentally and emotionally, too. And a lot of us don't... Or we wasn't raised like that. Mm -hmm. One thing that I am thankful is that my mom wasn't really raised that way. Mm -hmm. But she she didn't like it. So she Mm -hmm. did something different with us. Mm -hmm. So with us... She talked to us. Mm -hmm. You know, she explained things to us. She heard us. She didn't take us asking questions as a form of disrespect. Mm -hmm. She found it as being curious. Mm -hmm. So let me provide the explanation for you, for your curiosity, because I want to tell you what's right because you're going to start learning things one way or the other. Right. So as long as you are curious about something, as long as you're asking me questions about stuff, I'm not going to take it as disrespectful because mm-hmm. she knew that that's how she was raised. Mm-hmm. Hence,
1: that's what she still go through in her adulthood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She still like, can't I'm not screaming and how cuz you think about when you're screaming and hollering, mm-hmm. that energy yeah. that you're projecting you're projecting that yes. on your child yes. mm-hmm. at that moment they become scared mm-hmm. yeah they fearful. don't they're yeah. fearful they don't want to yeah. talk to they you, you after you done me. screamed and
0: that is my biggest <laughs> thing like it's like like you can communicate mm-hmm. to a child without screaming, screaming. yeah it's like who want to talk to you after that? I it's don't like I respond well. Or either well. we're gonna mm-hmm.
2: scream and holler back. Yeah, I don't respond well to yelling. Me mm-hmm. neither. To this day, because like, I yell wasn't at me. raised on yelling, mm-hmm. so I was raised by people talking to me. Mm-hmm. So you know, even you get older and getting relationships and stuff, and I'd be like. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I do not argue. Look, my, <laughs> my husband hate that. Sometimes like, I would cause...
2: argue, but I, you're not finna yell at me. I'm gonna talk to you. We are gonna have a discussion, but we not about to yell. You yell, yeah. then I start I yell. yelling.
1: Yeah, we ain't finna get anything mm-hmm. accomplished. I don't do no screaming. I be like, I, this is my tone, my monotone. <laughs> hey. <laughs> XYZ, this is how I feel. Mm -hmm. I said what I said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm done. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: I've tried to mess. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) And this is like I said, this goes back being a child and what you Mm -hmm. seem. Like my last relationship, I remember he fell in love with me because I said, like we had it was something petty. Mm -hmm. But anyway. He calls screaming at the top of his lungs. And I'm at work. <laughs> this fool didn't have somebody call my job because I was not picking up his phone. <laughs> and I'm like, I know damn well <laughs> he didn't have his person. See, was weak. She said, are y'all open? I said, yeah, and hung up because I already knew. <laughs> Spirit was telling me then. But anyway, he called calling and hollering. And I said, um... We can talk when you calm down. Mm Because I I said, first of all, I'm at work. So I had on my corporate Katie voice. (laughs) I'm like, um, I am at work. I have customers. And (laughs) I'm not going to let you get me out of my character. So when you calm down, you call me back. Okay? (laughs) And that was it. (laughs) So he was like, when you said that, I was like, oh, I'm going to marry her. And then... Some years pass and we start hollering and screaming at each other. <laughs> oh, Lord. You know, but now it's like yelling and screaming gets nothing, nothing. accomplished. You don't hear nothing each other at all. So if it's at the point, and this could bother uh, like parenting, yelling is not gonna solve mm-hmm. anything, Mm-mm. especially when they're younger Mm-mm. and learning how to Mm-mm. communicate. Or them just hearing you guys
1: yell yes. and scream at that's each other. that's crazy
2: energy. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: mm-hmm. that's... that's It's negative energy, mm-hmm. but it's... That vibration. That vibration. Th- that vibration of mm-hmm. Screaming and vibration. knowing that it's coming from... So that's when you yeah, see a kids... Place of bad intentions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That really affects and children. When, yeah, when you see
2: kids shaking and mm-hmm. stuff, like, that's real I used to do because, that. Yeah. Like, my stepdad
0: saw me... I think my mom, and brother are arguing, and I was like this. Like, going back and forth, Mm -hmm. shaking. Yeah, trying to find comfort. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, I try my best not to argue or scream and yell around my kids Mm -hmm. or at my kids. Yeah. You know, unless Mm -hmm. it's like, well, Sean, he older now, so I got to, you know, get with him (laughs) a little bit.
1: I I was trying to, because my husband doesn't, he comes from a different
3: mm-hmm.
1: type of household. Yeah, like his people were opposite of my my parents. Mm-hmm. I grew up a strict household, hollering, cussing. He grew up opposite, mm-hmm. but he wants to, you know the he as a man. It's like, yes. hey, you know. Just right. because
0: you loud
1: <laughs> don't mean it's right. You're trying to deepen right. the voice. Hey, you, know, you think you da, tough because you and loud <laughs> when he, when he's fussing at the kids, sometimes I I intervene, but like, you know, you don't have to holler at them and you know. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. And it's not to demasculate you, right? It's just I'm an empath. So when you're doing that, you t- I feel yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And that that's a trigger for yes. me. Yes, because I grew up with a man that was fussing and cussing and mm-hmm. doing, you know, every nitpicking every little thing. So that type of stuff triggers me. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I just like I don't do that to my kids. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and that normally causes some friction mm-hmm. with parents when you yeah. don't have the same parenting, parenting skills. skills. It's so. like, oh Jesus! Mm-hmm. It's like okay. Yeah. Where do we meet in the middle? Right. (laughs) Agreed.
2: I agree. Agreed. Yeah, I didn't grow up like that. So I don't take yelling very easily. Like I Mm -hmm. shut down. Mm -hmm. You start yelling at me. I don't hear you. I shut down. Mm-hmm. You know. And it one of the reasons why I shut down cuz I'm trying to keep myself mm-hmm. <laughs> from responding mm-hmm. that way as well. Yeah. Because I've been I've been there. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? When we're both yelling for one we don't hear each other and when second everything we're responding to is emotional. Mm-hmm. Nothing is logical. Mm-hmm. We're just driving and, 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 um, on emotional waves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's dangerous. That's when right. things are being said mm-hmm. that eventually you're going to want to take back. Yeah. That's when um, it's just a lot of, negative energy and mm-hmm. so what you're we're doing that with any type of relationship mm-hmm. it's never a great ideal to do especially when you're involving children mm-hmm. right because children like i said are many humans mm-hmm. they feel even sometimes more strongly than how we feel
0: because yeah. they don't understand they don't yeah understand. and, and they they're closer it's their fault. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they're
2: closer to the spiritual world. Yep. Anyway, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So they feel things more intensely than we do. Mm-hmm. We've kind of been indoctrinated into this society a little bit longer mm-hmm. Than, mm-hmm. than they have. You know what I'm saying? They fresh off of the spiritual
1: world. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So they <laughs> like what is this?
2: You know, yeah. like, they feel What's things going so on? intensely. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, the energy and
1: is off.
2: Yes. Right. And that's why yeah. people always say, well, if you're, ki- pay attention to your kids, mm-hmm. if your kids is around somebody mm-hmm. and they don't like mm-hmm. them or they have to look and that's, listen. Because that's because kids are more connected to the spiritual world than the adults are. So so kids tend to pick up on things that we overlook, Mm -hmm. we don't see, we don't feel. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be very, very, very careful how you mold them, how you speak to them. Mm -hmm. Because speaking to them is everything. Like the experiment they have with the two plants, Mm-hmm. You water them the same way, but one you speak negatively to, mm-hmm. the other one you speak love to, mm-hmm. and then you see the differences, mm-hmm. and normally it's the one that you speak love and yeah. positivity to that blossom, mm-hmm. and the other one shift up. Mm-hmm. Same thing with children. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Like, even Des, he's two, and... Sometimes I get a little frustrated. Yeah, for you sure. Know, he's a busybody. He, he But is. he checks me, my two-year-old. Like, I could mm. be like, Dad, stop that. But my tone mm-hmm. mm. may be a little higher than normal because mm-hmm. I don't yell too yeah. much at Dad's. He'll say, no, Mommy, no, no. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, boy, if you don't shut up, but... It's only when I get a little, you know, Tall. louder, because mm-hmm. I could have, you know, it's not just saying said that he's right, because normally if I'm saying something, then you're doing a little bit too much. But he's yeah. like, Mommy, no, no. Yeah. You okay? Mm-hmm. He yes. said, you okay?
1: Charlie, <laughs> your voices, I'll let you know that your frequency is right. little <laughs> off. I feel, feel that. your energy the right. I feel right. that shit. <laughs> like, What's I'm going down, on? For real.
2: Um, are you okay, Mommy? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Yes, for sure. Like, my little cousin has a six-year-old, and I taught him, like, two years ago, you know, when he gets overly worked up, when he gets angry or or upset, I'm like, take a moment and breathe. Mm-hmm. I taught him, I'm like, go breathe in mm-hmm. and out. And my aunt just told me the other day that he told his mama to do that. Mm-hmm. When she started yelling and she was frustrated, <laughs> he was like, mama, just breathe. <laughs> just breathe. Yeah.
0: that's yeah. going a crystal. Oh, like yeah. You've seen the video. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Put I that baby
1: rubbing his crown. crown. Him. <laughs> yeah. Yes,
0: so it's going to take some strong woman to deal with my little boy. <laughs> because uh, he is always the way line. Yes.
1: Okay. And that's a blessing. That is. Yeah. This, that's how it this should be. This definitely has been one of the best conversations. Yeah. yeah. I feel like um, it's important as as a black woman, because we are unprotected, mm-hmm. that we protect our lineage. We protect mm-hmm. the women yeah. that are close to us. Mm-hmm. It's never too late never. to do that. Never, never too late. No matter the trauma we may have faced, no matter the experience or what we didn't have, we can always go forward. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I know because it, it, I'm moving in love. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I yeah. can move. I can help you. Mm-hmm. I want to help you mm-hmm. move in love too. Mm-hmm. You know. And I feel that's very important. Cause, cause as women, we even do that to each other. Mm-hmm. Strangers, you know, you be somewhere and a woman looking at we. What you
0: looking at? Yeah, like, you know, I could just be admiring you. Yeah, so you know, gorgeous. You we know? we do that but, to
1: each other. Yeah. Uh, you
2: know, go ahead and and bring out your bell. So uh... <laughs> here we go. Jay Z got this interview.
1: <laughs> we knew it was coming. It was coming.
2: <laughs> Jay Z has his interview where he talks about that dynamic because that's mm-hmm. not just with women; that's mm-hmm. with black people. Mm-hmm. If a man see another black man looking at him, he like, "What this nigga right. looking at?" Mm-hmm. You know, you become aggressive and a defensive. And he did this interview when he was talking about it and he was like, so many black people, and this specifically him talking about men, go through certain trauma, Mm -hmm. Um, they go through depression, wherever the case may be, and they come outside and put on a front Mm -hmm. for the world. And he said, when another black person looks at a black person, specifically a man, and they don't know him, he's like, what you looking at? You looking Mm -hmm. at me? And he said, oh, you're really saying, oh, you see me? And I'm not comfortable with what you see. Mm -hmm. And I don't want you to see me like this. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to take it as disrespect. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to be offended. Mm -hmm. It was like, oh, so you see me. That's Mm -hmm. why you're being offended, because I see you. Mm -hmm. And it's really not the, but it's the mentality of the person, Mm -hmm. you know? And I saw that, and I never thought about it like that that way and I was like okay yeah that makes sense Mm -hmm. cause so many people men black men women are not seen are not heard Mm -hmm. they go through shit that they can't tell anybody Mm -hmm. and then when they out in the streets they try to put on this facade Mm -hmm. and then when somebody's looking at them you thinking they see the real you they Mm -hmm. see in the hurt, and you become defensive Defensive. of it you know
0: So, <laughs> well, I make it like my priority. If I'm out and I see a woman, I'm like, hey, sis, you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, I was at the airport and it was a white woman, she had her hair shaved. Y'all mm-hmm. know I done shaved yeah. my hair oh, yeah. off completely, <laughs> you know. But I said, you are absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it took her by surprise. Yeah. But it's like, I think more people should just compliment each other, mm-hmm. you know, because. I mean, everybody's so traumatized and and scared to tell their story
2: I know for me just being at the airport or being in like different countries or whatever, I specifically look for black people Okay, (laughs) I'm not gonna lie we're gonna uplift the sisters (laughs) and the (laughs) brothers I've been looking for them because y'all got enough Right. especially the uni- like people mm-hmm. who wear the same uniform as me I look and I, I look for them and hey what's up like we all I always make sure I acknowledge you I nod wave mm-hmm. whatever the case may be because I feel I always feel way more comfortable mm-hmm. when I see other black mm-hmm. people you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying like this trip I just took or I just did the first crew I was working with, I was the only woman of color. And then the second crew I I flew with, it was one of the chicks was a black chick. And as soon as I saw her, I was like hey, girl. <laughs> we just started talking. Her energy was good and everything. And I was like, you so nice. And blah, blah, blah. We started following each other on social media before yeah. our trip was over. You know what I'm saying? know
1: that's right. So
2: <laughs> it's just like, you know, especially in this country, we just don't see too many of us all the time outside of our neighborhoods. Yeah. So like, I literally be like, Looking, you know, we have this thing, this aviation talk, and it's called ABC, which means all black crew. <laughs> Y'all have a lot of letters. <laughs> we have,
0: this airport's <laughs> right. right. We and have talk. Some we do things. not talk airport. <laughs> we have
2: some things just to shorten up because we don't want to say all black crew, and then some people try to take that offensively yeah. and mm-hmm. use it against us. So we just tend to say ABC crew I mean, or mm-hmm. ABC. Oh, I got me an ABC which means all black crew. Mm-hmm. But I've been there for eight years. I've only had one. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Out of all the trips I've ever worked in, I've only had one. And that's to show you we don't even work with the same crew all month. Mm-hmm. You work with a different crew every trip you have and all the trips i've had in eight years i've only had one abc wow. so it's like when you get them you be like yeah what's your name
1: what's your sign <laughs> 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 where sorry, are you from we, gotta, we right. gotta be more we gotta be more nice to each other because the yeah. world Talks is nice to me is already against us. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Unless, Unless you got it. real, because if you if you are not fucking with somebody because you got reason not to fuck with, right? That's, different. Would, yeah. that's, yeah. Different. Yeah. that's different. That's different. Different, right. but complete strangers, like... Mm-hmm. Like, it's it. okay to be nice.
2: We mm-hmm. don't yeah. have to always
0: judge each other.
2: It's okay to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice is okay. Because you never know what a person... is going yeah. through. Everybody is... Right.
0: <laughs> everybody's home is not a happy home. <laughs> exactly. So some people can't wait to get to school. or Can't exactly. wait to get to work to get the hell out the house. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Because their environment... Be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that one... Have a blessed day, or mm-hmm. I hope yeah. I hope your the rest of your shift goes yeah. well. Like that means
1: something.
3: Yeah.
0: I always you know?
1: tell my coworkers every day. Like before then, before I got to, that, I was like, nobody talked. Like it's there. And I got there, I'm like, hey, what? Yeah. hello. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all don't talk up in here. I'll be yelling in the team chat. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this black girl coming in here with all this goddamn <laughs> energy? a little black girl
3: yes.
0: magic on everybody, it's like, but
1: on. now everybody speaks, Yeah. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Change the narrative. Yeah, Ch- everybody. Yeah. Now they look forward to my right. messages. Like, yeah, one of my co-workers, I thought you didn't come to work today because you didn't send your your chat. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh no, I'm here. I just was busy. Right. But let me go on <laughs> send yeah, it today. out. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah, I'm like that, except when it's before seven a.m. If it's <laughs> when we have crew vans, crew rides to the airport, and it's mm. before six a.m., I do come in and good morning, everybody. Earphones in, music up. And I don't say nothing until we get to the point, <laughs> cause it's too early for me. Are but you I do listening
0: speak. Jay Z, by any chance? What's, what's that? I said, were you listening like
2: Jay Z in the morning? Okay. Jay- Sometimes it's Jay. The doubt. <laughs> listen. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. So you still got people calling me reasonable doubt. Um. <laughs> But the other day I was listening to old school music, mm-hmm, so it's just
0: <laughs> insider, you guys,
2: insider. <gasps> Who How's she now? gonna tell me about the music I'm <laughs> listening to? That was spirit. That was not she me. Gonna... We gotta talk about that. Okay, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, so but yeah, um, I I do be listening to the whole a lot of times it wake me up. You know, sometimes
1: the oh yay, yeah, you know, Ooh. the oh yeah you know. So uh, we talk a lot about spirit. Do I you want to see what spirit yeah. has to say? We do. We're we gonna do. have we sweet do. pull a card. Yeah, from so her deck. Spirit, do... omit
2: me this <laughs> time.
1: <laughs> and then we got anything? We gotta wrap it of up today,
0: and we're gonna wrap it up, you guys. Let's see. Oh. This is the perfect thank you spirit. I'm like, yay. (laughs) Okay. So the card of the day, you guys, is the six of swords in reverse. This is like the perfect card for our topic because Mm. it's time to walk away from the past, Mm. fix it, and progress for the future. Because sometimes... You dwindle on things for too long, mm-hmm. and you hold on to pain for too long. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't be stuck anymore. Mm-hmm. Let it definitely go. Definitely
1: receive that. <laughs> yeah,
0: let it go. Move forward, and accept it for what it is, and learn to love. Is I would say, rebirth.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rebirth. rebirth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah.
0: six of swords in reverse. You're not stuck
1: anymore. It's time to move on. That was definitely in alignment. <laughs> okay. Definitely it's in alignment. Now. <laughs> well, First came we came
2: here, all the matching, of us.
1: matching.
2: Didn't say nothing.
1: Right. <laughs> Well, y'all can follow us on Facebook now, The Urban Gypsy, so you can go and like the page. Like, 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 like. Um, Make sure you follow. That way, you can get updates on what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, We definitely have so many things coming. Uh, We are on iHeartRadio now. Yay! And we will... (laughs) Be on YouTube. Yes. Soon. So we will y'all get to see us. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Get some get some visuals going. <laughs> right. know, my co-workers, I mean not co-workers, my co-hosts are so beautiful, y'all. Oh y'all we just, all are alike. We are all just gorgeous. I'm just Funny. saying. Amazing.
0: <laughs> and you know we're gonna step out when it's
1: time to be on YouTube. We're
0: gonna show out a
1: little bit. <laughs> Well, I don't beat y'all...
2: my face anymore, but I will for the YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: y'all can follow me on Facebook, Bonita Apple Bum. Um i promise to stay out of facebook jail for the rest of the year she
2: stay out of jail
1: like and then i um, know her parole officer pissed off
2: like (laughs) you can't (laughs)
1: never do right right not twitter uh instagram underscore that pretty mf underscore shout out to asap Yes, sir. <laughs> Look, everybody was mad about Riri being pregnant. You I was kind of about My sister was mm, mm, mm. They were trying to say my boy was ugly. I was like, Mel, yes. mm, I want to go in. Oh, but I was like, I'd you know be what? that pretty mother. <laughs> like, y'all, y'all would not do the pretty flacko. Y'all okay. would not. Okay. <laughs> pretty flacko. Sure. Mm. so where can we find you
0: guys okay so um on facebook um i actually have a um a group now well it's it's a page that you guys can follow divine timing tarot with sweep that's on Facebook. Make sure y'all like. Like, like, like. I do general readings, um, general message for the free-free. Um, also on Instagram, I am a fashionista. So you can follow <laughs> For Real and Fabulous Fashions on Instagram. She got them pieces. I do <laughs> for
3: everybody,
0: every age. We don't discriminate over here. Um, And also um, SLJ
2: Jeffries on Facebook. All right, for me, just get a disclaimer. I will be creating a page for (laughs) for this to let people see me more. Um, But for right now, it's um, my Facebook is. My name, Marshaene Briggs, and then Instagram is Nubian Soul with two underscores after that. But I will be also creating another Instagram
1: page <laughs> as well
2: for everybody. So y'all
1: can, so yes. can see me. Yeah.
2: I, I don't need think to make it's more. It's fair too.
1: for y'all to be hiding all this beauty. <laughs> no. Let these people see you. We have our reasons, honey. We do. I'll be do. trying to
0: copycat. Hashtag yeah. get your life.
1: Yeah, copy that. Be yourself. Hashtag. <laughs> Definitely feel that. But until next time, you guys. Yes. Peace, love, and light. And like Bye. I say